Hello and welcome. My name is Genevieve. I am a psychic oracle, which is to say that I talk to the divine and the divine talks back. If you are listening today, there is something in this podcast the divine meant especially for you. So listen closely and keep your heart, mind, and spirit open. Let's get to it. We are now right smack dab in the middle of the Mercury retrograde that started October 13th, auspiciously on the 13th. Last time I shared a vision of what is to come during the retrograde and some of it was pretty, say, less than optimistic. This time, however, my vision was a bit more upbeat. Some people think that all things should stop during the retrograde, that it's a bad time to do just about anything, and that we should pretty much hide in our caves and shiver until it's over. Nonsense. The Mercury retrograde can be an incredibly fruitful, powerful time. You just have to sort of know how the energy and blessings it brings are going to present themselves. More often than not, backwards, upside down, and winking are the order of the day. But if you know this in advance and prepare yourself, like squint and hang upside down before counting an apparent hit as a terminal hit, you will see you have actually been helped rather than hurt. And you will know abundant blessings where other people may see only doom and disaster. This week's vision is all about finding blessings in barren places. I asked the divine what kinds of backwards blessings you can expect during the retrograde. Here's what I saw. I saw the golden cup of healing. The ancient Greeks would have called it Asclepios' cup. It gleamed in the light. The stem of the cup was shadowed in red and blue, and wound around the stem was an emerald snake with gleaming red ruby eyes. Its fangs that shone in the light a diamond white were poised over the rim of the cup, dripping crystal venom from their needle tips. The sky was joyful. The cup was joyful. The snake, though fierce with his diamond fangs, also appeared joyful. The cup is not yet ready to be poured out, but the remedy is being prepared. Gratitude within the cup. And within the cup, the snake's venom is transformed from curse to cure. I saw myself at a Halloween event I attended last week where actors were dressed as cowboy ghosts. One of the cowboy ghosts, dressed from head to toe in zombie green, took an especial liking to me. He made spooky threats. He made me laugh until I was in tears, and the tears fell down my cheeks and into my autumn flower's mask. I hoped he knew I was smiling more brightly than I have in a long time under that mask. We have all come to read each other's body languages better since we started wearing masks. We've had to become skilled at reading each other's emotions in ways other than facial expressions. We've had to pay more attention to our fellows' eyes and the way their hands, heads, and shoulders move, we are more intimately connected because of it. We appreciate each other more now that we have each other's smiles to miss. We are happy, happier in each other's company now that having company is rare. We should be grateful for this, as gratitude turns venom from curse to cure. I saw nature tiny and green on the bank of a stream among blue-black blades of dying wet grass. She had a gold halo like a Madonna and was ready to give birth. It would be easy to see only dead grass on the bank where she made her blessed appearance, but there was and is life there if we care to look. 
She approached the stream and knelt. Her belly was heavy, but she did not strain. She washed her face in the cool water that resembled the water in the healing cup, then glanced around that misty place with fresh, life-giving eyes. She rose and made her way through the grass. As she did, she coked birds and wild game out from between the blades, the whole of the natural world in miniature coming to life at her call. Even in the time of dying, even on dying ground, life and nature hold dominion and are there as a blessing. In fact, she may be easier to see because the earth is returning to herself at this time. Gold and green are striking against brown and black. Open your eyes and look. Death underscores life. Gratitude turns a venomous curse to cure. Nature's course is always a blessing. Your job is to perceive it as such. That is all that I saw. Now, the interpretation of that vision is pretty much built into it, no big mystery there. But one thing that stood out to me that's not so terribly obvious is the connection between the needle-tipped teeth of the serpent and the needle-tipped horns of the bull from last week's vision that could both be possibly related to a COVID-19 cure or treatment, Will there maybe be two vaccines that come out concurrently? Will we have a choice? Will a new treatment come out at the, around the same time as the vaccine does? So we are fighting the fight on two fronts, like two horns and two teeth, on the tips of two needles, so to speak. Let's keep our eyes on it and see what comes. In the meantime, as the rest of the vision so brilliantly pointed out, Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. I know that's one of the least original things I could possibly say, but its ability to transform your life cannot possibly be overstated. I know it has definitely revolutionized mine. So there, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Now for the fun part, for me. I hope it's fun for you, but mostly it's exciting for me. And it's always about me. I get to tell my Mercury retrograde story, which is one of my all-time favorite stories to tell. So settle in. Here we go. A million years ago, when I was just a pup, just getting started with all this woo jazz and the mystical stuff, when I was first coming into my spiritual gifts, I was living in Nashville with three housemates, two of whom were going through a nasty breakup. The woman half of the couple was, before breakup, my friend but during and post-breakup decided I was her sworn enemy, which happened mysteriously at some point without my knowledge or participation at all. When I first moved in and we were the best of friends, she said to me, hey, I already have a king-size bed in the room you're renting. Why don't you just use that? And you could donate your full-size bed to a couple I know who really needs one. And I said, well, of course, good deed all around. I moved into the bigger bed and her friends no longer had to sleep on the floor. Now, keep this bed thing in mind. It's going to come up again in a minute. A year after I moved in, amid the nasty breakup and friend-turned-enemy, and midway through the awakening of my spiritual gifts, I found myself cash-poor or just poor. I remember I needed exactly $250 that month to make ends meet, so I thought, why not use this newly awakened power to help myself get over the financial hump? So I designed a little ritual to pull the strings of the universe because that's how I mistakenly believed these things worked at the time. 
So I was going to pull those strings to bring about the exact amount I needed in my life. I performed the ritual with great enthusiasm, green candles blazing, patchouli incense smoking, Lorena McKinnett, because what else, blaring on the radio, I was so hot. I performed it unintentionally, found out later, during the Mercury retrograde. The next day, first thing in the morning, my barely one-month-old MacBook exploded It may have been slightly less dramatic than that. It wouldn't start. The hard drive made this clicking sound and I got a sad Mac. But one month old and it exploded. And not a thing backed up. This is pre-iCloud because I'm that old. And I didn't have anything backed up because I was just an information daredevil. So later that day I hauled myself to the fix-it store. And when I returned home, my bed was gone. In its place on the floor was a rumpled pile of my bed linens, and I swear I could hear my former friend, now enemy housemate, smirking. I could could hear her smirk in the air. She stole my bed. She stole my bed. Who does that? It still boggles my mind. So that night, as I sat on my pile of bed linens on the floor, I told my mother the tragic tale of my no good, very bad day. And she said unexpectedly, well, maybe I could help. I could send you, say, $250. My whole world dead stopped. And I swear I heard Mercury say between gasps of giggles, well, you did ask for $250, didn't you? And he had me because, yes, I did. I surely, surely did. Rotten sucker. This is the nature of any blessing you may receive during the retrograde. Mercury is a generous fellow. He has been extremely generous in my life. But it's just that in his retrograde time, he is generous in a sort of, as I said, backward, upside-down way that walks in zigzags and talks in tongues. The moral of the tale is not that you should withhold all requests until retrograde has passed. The universe knows you need what you need when you need it. But simply understand that the answer to your prayer or wish may come at you a little askew, and with a greater sense of humor than you would have otherwise bargained for. But if you make your wish or prayer or intention with your eyes and mind open to zigzag answers, you are likely to be extra delighted by the result. And one final word of advice, very important. Don't limit the universe, especially at this time. If you need $250, ask for greater than or equal to. Crocodile line. I'm making this symbol now. Can see it in your mind. Greater than or equal to the amount that you need. And let the universe do her thing. When you limit the energy as I did, these limitations can wreak far more havoc than they could ever do good. Let the universe do it. Let Mercury and the universe magnify and embellish your wish. Be open. Allow yourself to be happily and completely surprised. Allow yourself to be wowed. And ask yourself, in the meantime, what minor catastrophes in your life have really been backwards blessings? What are some valuable lessons you have learned from those days where absolutely nothing went right? What not-so-dire disasters have given you some super, super cool stories to tell? Stories where you get to say after, Funny now, not so funny at the time.
those funny now stories, those lessons, those backward blessings are so worth it. So incredibly worth it. Count them up, write them down. I'm a big advocate of writing them down. You make them even more real and connected to you when you do. And be grateful for every single one. On that happy note, it's time to say goodbye for today. Second episode in whatever the podcast equivalent of the can is. If somebody out there knows what that is, please let me know so I can stop saying in the can like I'm a hundred. And if you like today's episode, please subscribe or follow. And if the mood strikes you just right, leave a loving review. If you have any comments or impressions about today's episodes that you like to share, you can find me at my blog at whitestonepsychic.wordpress.com. I post written versions of my visions there and also oracle artwork and other fun stuff. You can reach me always through the contact page there or by commenting on one of the posts. I would love to hear from you all about how these visions are striking you, how they are playing out in your life, and I'm happy to answer any questions you may have. Again, the blog is whitestonepsychic.wordpress.com. Finally, if you just can't get enough of me, and I would completely understand if that's the case, I'm fascinating. I am also whitestonepsychic, one word, on Instagram, where I share not only some of my oracle art, but also terribly fascinating pictures of the daily happenings in this mystic's life. And I do my best to find mystical significance in every possible thing. I made Greek spaghetti today and stained myself twice, and I swear that is significant. Somehow, I haven't posted the picture yet, but if you follow me on Instagram at Whitestone Psychic, you will see in very short order how the universe conspired to make that happen and how that's spiritually significant for you, I promise. Uh, wherever you choose to connect with me, though, do connect. Do. I'm open to all you have to say and share. I would love to see your Instagram, too, and what's going on in your life and to read your comments and answer all your questions. Come on and get me. Next time, we're going to get our spooky back on and be all about this righteous Saturday blue moon Mercury retrograde Halloween. I can't wait. See you next time. Goodbye.